Welcome to the Build Your Coaching Business Podcast. We'll talk about how to start, grow, and enjoy your coaching business. Plus, we'll dig into the failures and lessons we've learned along the way. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Hello there. Welcome back. In today's episode, we are going to cover <laughs> when you have a goal but aren't going after it. This is actually very, very common, right? When we come into the business world, um, we are surrounded by people doing really cool things, whether that is in their business, in their personal life, all of it, right? We're surrounded by people doing things that when we just like stay at our house and we like live in our community, we don't get access to that kind of like a possibility and opportunity and like realization of what we can do and create. And so when you're exposed to amazing things, you then start to want new things. And this wanting can be uncomfortable, right? Like when you want goals for your future, but you're not going after them, that's uncomfortable. And so that's what today's episode is to talk about, right? That moment when you want a goal, but you aren't going after it. This episode is to help you understand what's happening so that you can adjust, so that you can do it, right? That you can set aside all the things you could go after and just choose, right? Like, what am I going to do next? Because it is an element of like choosing, we might say, right, in the online space, you might be like, oh, well, I could do these 25 things, but that focus on wanting everything all at once, that's the recipe for overwhelm and not taking any action, right? Not showing up today to create it versus what we're going to talk about in today's episode, which is recognizing when you have goals and you're not showing up for them so that you can show up for them today. That way, in five years, when you look back, you didn't just have a bunch of things you wanted and walked away from, or you have a bunch of things you wanted and made small progress on. But instead, you look at it and you say, oh my gosh, because I went after them one at a time, basically, right? Not to say you can't do two, but it's like, because I chose one and went after it, now I get to look at all the things I accomplished because I just put my head down and went. So when I look at a coach who has their has these goals, but they're not going after them, the they typically are saying something like, you know, I know I have a goal and I'm just not like they're aware of their own selves doing it. But what they tell me the problem is, is they say, well, I'm procrastinating. Or I'm not being productive, right? I'm not using my time well. I'm, right, procrastinating being like I'm putting it off. I'm actively doing other things <laughs> when I know the things to do, right? I have, um, I don't have time, right? Maybe they're just thinking in, in a generality, but maybe they're thinking more in the productivity element. Like I need to be able to do more in a smaller time frame or faster, Another thing they might be focused on is they might say the words like, I just feel like something is blocking me. And this can morph into things like I feel stuck. 
but it can also morph into things like when we get into mindset and we're like, I feel blocked. I feel like there's something here and I just don't know what it is. That sense that there's something I need to figure out, but I can't. Like it's an emotional mental thing that's just stopping me and I'm powerless to it. And then the other one I I have people tell me is like, I just, I'm like watching myself continuing to learn and consume. (laughs) I'm like, right, like all of these come with a a sense of awareness of like, I know this isn't going to get me where I want to be. And yet this is what I'm aware of. So they come to me, they have these goals, they have these these results, right? Usually a money goal that they want to create in their business. And they're just very aware that they're not going after it. And so when they think that these are the problems, when they think they have a, a procrastination issue, when they think that they have they have blocks, when they think that they don't have time or they need to use it better, when they think that they're just like consuming too much stuff, they try to solve for those problems, right? When you think you're procrastinating, what does your brain tell you the solution is? I just need to like decide and go do it, right? I need to just, right? You start to try and solve for procrastination. I need to stop being on whatever I use to to discriminate, (laughs) procrastinate. I have to stop doing whatever that thing is and just like push myself and force myself to do the thing I know to do. Or if you're trying to solve for a mental block, maybe you start consuming a bunch of content around blocks, or maybe you like you start following different people or reading books or buying courses or right, you turn your brain on to solutions for those things. Or if you're trying to solve for time right now, suddenly your brain thinks time is the issue. And so your brain is trying to solve the issue of time. And so you maybe you start listening to podcasts about it again, right? Like your brain searches for stuff in that category. But that's not the problem. This is the best news ever, actually, right? When you have goals, but you're like, I'm really aware of all the reasons I'm not going after them. And wait a minute, Elizabeth, you're right. That's exactly what I'm doing. I was thinking those were the problem. And then I was trying to solve for them. But I'm here to say that's not the problem. The actual problem is that you haven't actually decided what the goal is and committed to going after it. I know. Take a breath there. (laughs) Like, wait a minute. It can't possibly be that simple. But it is. (laughs) I always laugh when I hear people say that, right? Because they do it in like the TV shows. But wait. (laughs) So obviously I need to do it here for you. But it is that simple. When you have a goal and you have this awareness that you're not going after it, the slowest, most torturous, agonizing way to go after a goal is to try and solve for all these things your brain is telling you instead of the simplest thing, which is to decide you're going to go after a goal and commit to it. You can go back and listen to episode 56, where I talk about the power of like choosing a goal and a time frame. It's very helpful for this for this moment. <laughs> these tie together well. Because when you choose, when you are decided, this is the result I am creating this amount of money, this number of clients, whatever, something very specific. 
and you choose a time frame, not because the time frame is magical, not because you know for sure you're even going to hit the result in that time frame, but because of how it brings the stuff up in your brain, because of how it causes you to problem solve at a higher level, because it like gives you room to see the stuff that needs worked through. When you decide a goal and you commit to it, here's how it sounds. Here's how it feels. It sounds like this. I'm going after this. I want it. I'm not stopping until it's done. And it feels focused. It feels energizing, but it also feels calm. And that emotion right there is really important because sometimes when you haven't trained your body and mind to do goals like this, you can lean into the pressure and the like determination and like this very fast kind of anxious high energy. And what I have found, right, because I am the, the studier of myself and my clients is that it's harder to keep going emotionally when our emotions are so high, right? That's the problem with hustle, is that it creates this, it's actually just a sense of high emotions paired with like doing a lot of stuff, rather than saying, you know what, I can manage the emotions I use to show up with so that I show up more consistently, so that I don't burn out from exhaustion, a mental and emotional exhaustion, because I was managing that for myself right? So when you choose a goal and you decide to it, you decide to it, commit to it and decide this is what I'm going after. It has a sound to it, right? There are things you choose not to do because you're choosing that. And that feels, it feels good, right? It feels the constraint feels good. And when you decide what your goal is and you commit to going after it, you behave differently with your goal, right? Because when you hadn't decided yet, notice how your brain was trying to solve for different things, the procrastination, the mental blocks, the the time, right? It's trying to solve for all this stuff, but like unsure and confused. But when you decide a goal, you behave differently, You begin to fuel yourself with why you want the goal, which means that when you experience the part where you don't want it and you're like, this is stupid, I don't want to do this. (laughs) I'd rather read a book, take a bath, play in the rain, take a, right? Our brains will come up with a whole list of other things we want to do. But when you've chosen the goal, you, you, you fuel yourself differently. You're like, yeah, of course I don't want to do it. (laughs) Like knew that was coming right? That's the difference. People always talk about discipline and that is discipline, but it comes from that knowing why you want the goal. Why do I want it? And that why is emotional fuel because it is normal to stop wanting your goal. It's normal to forget you even had a goal. (laughs) It's normal to want to feel good right now. And what feels good isn't always to show up to your business and work on a goal that's in the future and you're like working to believe you can create it and showing up today for it. It feels better to get like a quicker hit today, 
right? To get a hit from something else. But when you decide and you behave differently, one of the things you do is you fuel yourself with why you want it. And the repetition of fueling yourself with why you want it helps you have fewer days where you accidentally fuel yourself with pressure or obligation or um, fear or just like forcing yourself to do it, right? When you decide to go after a goal and you commit to it and you behave differently with your goal, you expect stuff to come up. You expect to have to work through stuff. And this is where we actually bring back those initial problems your brain was trying to solve for, right? The procrastination, the blocks, the time, all that stuff. When you set a goal and like like your brain comes up with the stuff that it's afraid of, it brings up the things that just naturally when you choose a goal and you choose a time frame, junk comes up. You expect it because you think to yourself, I know the cycle of a goal. I set the goal. I set the time frame. I know why I want it. I fuel myself with that. And I expect stuff to come up. And that's the stuff I work through to create this result. Not by pushing myself, not by like, (laughs) I heard my coach once where she's like, it's, you know, if you think about, I think it was resistance. It's like holding a beach ball under the water, right? It's, it's exhausting. And that's why when somebody can create a result, but they can't do it more than once, they just like did it in the most exhausting way. And their brain was like, heck no, I'm not doing that again. That's why you learn to do it in the not exhausting way by working through the junk that comes up. But when you set a goal and you've committed to it, Your brain's like, oh yeah, I know the cycle of a goal. Junk comes up, I work through it. And that might be that you're like, I wanted to do this. I wanted to write a post today and I didn't. Then you work through that very specific thing instead of trying to work through big, broad, vague things like I'm procrastinating or I just don't want to be visible or I'm afraid of being seen. And it's like, no, I I wanted to create a post date and I didn't. And you look at that very specific thing and you only have to solve for that. And so it makes it simpler. It makes it more specific because the stuff, let me see, what was this note here? <laughs> I know, I have this like one last thing. Oh, I'm in the wrong place. That's why I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, right, so it's like when you set a goal, you behave differently, right? You fuel yourself with what you want. You expect stuff to come up. And then the third thing, <laughs> the one I got distracted from, is you stay focused on the end result and you problem solve for it instead of getting lost in the details of what else you can do or judging yourself for what you did or didn't do, I still watch my brain do this where my brain will be like, man, you did not do anything today. Did you do anything? It it, it like pretends like we can't remember. Sometimes I just write it down to be like, "Mm, no, we did. Right? Because I have to focus on creating that motion. My my brain wants to just judge me. And it's like, but when you are focused on a bigger result, when you have committed to the goal, it makes it easier for you to stay focused on that big result and not get lost in the details or the self-judgment of a day or of an action or of an inaction. So you have these goals, right? You have these things you want in your business, you, sometimes you're going to look up and you're just going to be so aware that you're not going after them. And that's okay, 
right? That's normal. That's part of (laughs) before you enter the goal cycle. That is normal. But the reason you're going to look up in a year or five years and you're going to not only just have this, this next goal you chose, but you're going to have done it five times or more is because you just committed this one time. What do I want to create? And you entered in the goal cycle where you show up when you're committed to a goal and you did it. And maybe you didn't do it in the time frame, but the desire for the goal never changes, right? You create this love affair with the result, with who you are going after it. And it makes it feel like something that's just like, right, that commitment to it's like, yeah, of course, of course, I'm going to go after this. Of course, like that time frame. Okay, great. I just had more stuff I had to work through. And then you do. You look up and there are things you used to want and they are now your reality. The ability to make $100,000, your ability to double your business, your ability to make money in your business. Like when you look back and you're like, oh my gosh, I have not had any $0 months, but I remember when that was normal. I remember when a $0 month was normal or $1,000, right? Like something under 5000 And you're just like, oh my gosh, this is my new normal. And I created it one committed goal at a time. One goal cycle at a time. Okay. (sighs) I love goals. (laughs) No, okay. Maybe I don't love goals, although I kind of do. I just love what's possible when we use them. I love what's possible when we use our brains to imagine our future. We use the tool of our business And it's just like we can get our hands in there and we can make something happen that didn't used to exist. So do that this week. Do that today. I'll talk to you next week. Hey, who's your business coach? If you don't have one, I'd be honored to help you grow your coaching business. If your one-on-one coaching offer needs a revamp or built for the first time, I've created a seven-part mini course to help you. You'll nail down who you help, with what, do market research to make sure people actually want to buy it, decide the length of your offer, your price, and even your process to deliver on your offer. Best of all, this mini course is free. Your offer is not what makes you money in your coaching business. It's your beautiful and creative mind. Your offer though, focuses your attention and builds your confidence selling something you know you can deliver on. Sign up for this free training at elizabethsalazarcoaching.com. I'll see you over there.